Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This is a truncated version of a recent episode of Looped in Chicago, an original podcast from WBBM News Radio. We'll be discussing what's happening at Chicago's Migrant Landing Zone, featuring a conversation with WBBM reporter Carolina Garibay about what she saw and heard as she interviewed Venezuelan asylum seekers there. For the full episode, with additional conversations with immigration advocates as well as law enforcement, find Looped in Chicago wherever you get podcasts. Police in suburban communities, especially those with metro stations, are watching for migrant buses, some of which have been stopping short of Chicago to avoid potential fines and impoundment for showing up unannounced. We just don't have the capacity to house any more than the folks we have here that are uh, unfortunately in a bad way and are homeless and we're doing the best we can with those we have. And we know it's not gonna stop anytime soon. You have to imagine that that dam is gonna break at some point. I'm Jim Hankey, and this week, from a landing zone in Chicago's South Loop to the far west, north, and south suburbs, we're looking at the latest efforts to assist those on board these buses. Let's get looped in, Chicago. It seems that each day we have a new story about Chicago proper or a surrounding township receiving an unannounced bus or even a plane of migrants from states like Texas. In Chicago, this has been going on since late summer of 2022, when a press release from Texas Governor Greg Abbott's office announced the arrival of the first group of migrants bused to Chicago, the third major city behind New York City and Washington, D.C., to receive migrants in droves at seemingly random intervals from Abbott's state. This measure, according to Abbott's administration, was done, quote, to continue providing much-needed relief to our small, overrun border towns, unquote. Continuing via the press release, quote, President Biden's inaction at our southern border continues putting the lives of Texans and Americans at risk and is overwhelming our communities. Mayor Lightfoot loves to tout the responsibility of her city to welcome all regardless of legal status, and I look forward to seeing this responsibility in action as these migrants receive resources from a sanctuary city with the capacity to serve them, unquote. But now suburbs and major Illinois populaces like Rockford and DeKalb are doing what they can to slow or quell the influx of migrants by requiring bus companies, among other things, to provide adequate notice and documentation before a migrant drop-off. 
It seems in some cases, communication breakdowns have led to buses attempting drop-offs at closed metro stations on weekends, leaving townships and the migrants themselves confused and unprepared. But back here in Chicago, WBBM's own Carolina Garibay spent time at the landing zone in the city's South Loop, speaking with migrants who recently arrived to get their story and experience. And a heads up before we get into this week's conversations, there are a few acronyms you'll hear that I'll quickly define. When someone mentions the OEM or the OEMC, they're referring to either the city or Cook County's Office of Emergency Management and Communications. And the state also has their own version of this, IEMA, the Illinois Emergency Management Agency. All of these task forces work 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, to support public safety efforts, handling everything from 911 calls and dispatch to larger disasters and emergencies. Without a federal statement on how Illinois is to deal with this influx, these agencies are working together to manage it. Here's my conversation with Carolina about her experience at the Migrant Landing Zone. Well, I wonder if we can start out just talking with people about the landing zone where you were last week. Where is that to give people a sense of location? And we can get into what's around it and what have you, but where were you last week at that landing zone? Yeah, so it's sort of in the Little Italy neighborhood, Polk in Desplaines. So, you know, you show up and it's right at that intersection and they have, I think it's a city building. I'm not exactly sure, but they have OEMC workers in there who were sort of organizing everything. And I saw three CTA buses that were being used as warming buses for asylum seekers coming in. But I showed up and spoke to a couple OEMC people a little bit about what was going on and what they're doing. They weren't able to tell me too much, but actually worked with me to speak with some of the migrants who are staying there. So they are sleeping in the buses. And so that's sort of where they go when they come from when they're either bused here from Texas. I believe some are on planes as well coming from Texas. A lot of migrants have been taken to suburbs first and then come down to the city. Then they go to the landing zone. That's what it seems like. So they have the bus. They provide some blankets, some clothing, food and water. Sort of those basic necessities is what we were told from the city. So the landing zone sort of acts as a temporary place for them to stay while they find more suitable housing for them. So that's sort of the point of the landing zone, it seems like. And that's that's what I was told. And reading the digital article that, that we put up on the website, it was interesting to hear one of the people that you spoke with who was on the bus essentially say what you alluded to. They were in a, and I'm putting words in their mouth a little bit, sort of an affluent suburb and then moved there. Like they don't remember much of where they were. Uh, I don't want to speak out of school and say they weren't told where they were, but there wasn't much recollection of where they were originally, but it was definitely different from where they ended up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that was really interesting for me to hear, too, as I I don't know what suburb it was, but that's what they said. You know, it looked like a pretty affluent suburb. He was like there was a a Costco around, um, was able to describe it, but didn't know exactly what suburb. So it's clear that they aren't, not surprisingly, fully aware of, you know, the specific uh, areas outside of the city and, you know, where exactly they are. I think they're just focused on getting to the next spot that is a step closer to some type of more permanent housing. 
Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Right after, I feel like the day after your report, then multiple heating tents uh, yeah. were being built the day after through the Johnson administration. They're going to be put up there um, to probably get most people off of those buses, I think, for a bit, at least temporarily. Can you describe that area? Like, I'm not too familiar with the area yeah. itself. So I just wonder from your point of view, like adequately, is there room enough for, you know, a little tent population to be kind of set up at least temporarily? I don't know. Yeah, I heard that too. And I'm not exactly sure what the tents would look like. I know before the Brighton Park thing was happening, there was, I was a huge like winterized tent and I did see that being built before it was shut down. But I imagine it's, you know, more smaller, temporary tents. I can see a few fitting there depending on how big they are, but it's not a super big space. It's like kind of like a parking lot almost that is right next to the building that's over there. But, you know, and then there are streets, but cars were coming down the intersecting streets. They weren't really closed off. So I imagine if there are tents there, they're going to be pretty small. So I'm not totally sure what they're going to look like. But yeah, it looks like they want to get people out of the buses because, I mean, they were they were literally sleeping on the, the seats of the buses. And so I'm not sure if that's because maybe there's just more people coming in. They need space or they just want a better sleeping situation for them. Right. Or who knows CTA's involvement? Like they have sure. to be tracking their buses, too, and go, we can't have three out there at any you know yeah. one given time just sitting. You mentioned before about kind of being connected through officials there two individuals who are getting off the buses. Were there interpreters there? Were you speaking with them in their language? Like I'd love to know because I loved yeah. hearing the report <laughs> and hearing and hearing them, you know, speak in their own language and have their, you know, hopes kind of like put out there for our listeners to hear honestly in the language they felt comfortable with. So can you kind of walk me through that process? I know some Spanish. I'm not fluent at all. My dad speaks fluent Spanish. I never learned but I took it throughout college and pretty much my entire life going to school, I took it. So I know very basic Spanish. I can do some conversations, but you don't learn how to have these conversations in Spanish class. That's not the vocabulary that you learn. So it was very new for me. I wrote out some questions already that I translated myself so that I would be sort of prepared. But luckily, there were a lot of other reporters there who spoke Spanish. So they helped me out, which was really, really nice. And I really appreciated. They just literally translated. And I mean, they were asking their questions, too. So we kind of worked together to do that, which was really nice. And I, again, just super appreciated because that helped me. Uh, we have another Spanish speaking reporter here. She helped me out a little bit. And honestly, I sent a file to my dad and he translated it, too. So there were so many people that that helped me out. But 
I showed up. I tried to, I started speaking with one of the men there. And then someone from OEMC kind of came out and said, you know, you could speak with them, but you have to go like across the street. So I did have to kind of leave the area and just go across the street and do it over there. So I think every reporter just has to sort of follow that rule. Wasn't really allowed to take photos past a certain point. They had like a little police barricade thing. So that's kind of how that went. But yeah, it was really important to me with the audio pieces to have it in Spanish, the language they speak, so that, I mean, we can hear it in their own words, in their own voice, right? That's why I love audio is because you can hear it in someone else's voice without me having to like talk all over them. They are coming into this land that's foreign to them, right? So they don't know the language. So I think it's sometimes helpful to switch roles a little bit. And now you're in the position where I don't know that language. I'm now not necessarily uncomfortable. I'm not in my full comfort zone. And to get sort of an idea of how they might be, what they might be experiencing. So that's another part that I think um, adds to it a little bit. Absolutely. And the other thing I want to talk about, speaking of comfort zones, is they've come from another country. They were in a suburb for how long? 20 minutes, an hour, we don't know. Then bus to Chicago. They get off the bus or they're there for a little bit. They're sleeping. And now they're told nicely, I'm going to assume that somebody from the media would like to talk with them. That also can put them on their toes too, because sure. like that, that's a whole new thing. If I went to a foreign country and all of a sudden someone from their media wanted to talk with me, I'm not sure how I would respond, but it seemed in listening to the conversations, I mean, it seemed very comfortable. I really just think they saw it as a conversation and just people who are curious about what's going on and they were very honest. And I mean, that's how I always view interviews anyway, is just trying to, a conversation and trying to have you tell your story. So I think they wanted to tell their story and to talk about what they were experiencing, which I was very grateful for. Yeah, they were very open. I mean, I, I knew how to ask. And the other part that's hard is that because I, I'm not fluent, it's, it was harder for me to be a little more personable, I think, and to maybe ease some of their worries. So I tried my best to do that. But luckily, again, there were other reporters. And it was helpful when you have kind of a group of people and you can all do it together. The last thing I want to touch on is, you know, I would imagine the waiting game is tough. If I'm sitting on a heated bus waiting to go to the next spot and then to be able to get set up with potential work and then to be able to make enough money to send home. It sounds like a lot, but the people that you spoke with, at least this day, seem to have a lot of hope, not confusion and not, um, you know, I'm not sure where my next meal is going to come from or what have you, but it seemed very hopeful. And I wonder if we can talk about that as kind of the last point today. That was something that I noticed for sure. And I I did ask them, you know, like, how how are you doing? And, you know, are you hopeful or, or what are your hopes? And they said, you know, we are hopeful that something's going to work out. And they're just so much unknown that they're being positive about what could come of the situation. It really seemed like they were in good spirits. And I think they are, you know, from what I see, you know, they're getting food and water and blankets and have somewhere to stay. So I think they're just grateful to have those necessities. I get the sense that it's better than what they were coming from. And that's what they're looking for. So yeah, they they did have a lot of hope. And um, two of the gentlemen there were brothers. So it seems like some of them are with family, which is probably helpful as well and, and makes it feel a little more comfortable. But yeah, that was something I really picked up on. And it's, it's pretty consistent throughout everyone I, I spoke with.
This episode of Looped in Chicago was hosted, edited, and produced by me, Jim Hankey. WBBM's news director is Craig Schwalb, and Myron Kaplan is our managing producer of national news podcasts. You can find us on TikTok at WBBM News Radio 105.9, as well as on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at WBBM News Radio. Thanks for listening, and we'll keep you looped in again right here next week. See you then. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.